I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in the big black leather comfortable papa chair in my living room and watching my lady wonder wench sleep on that fuzzy brown recliner by the fireplace. Wonder wench is up to her old tricks again, and I'm glad to tell you that, because that's one way I can tell that she's feeling a little bit better. One of her favorite tricks is hiding my glasses. Today she found the perfect place to hide them, right on my face. You might say, huh? <laughs> but, but no, think about it, it's perfect. How am I going to find my glasses when I'm wearing them? Lady Wonder Wench has been my girl for a long time. I don't even remember what my opening line was with her. I, I don't think I had one because she used to listen to me on the radio. We worked at the same station and, and she used to listen. But I was thinking, I don't know any opening lines. I mean, what, what would I use to start a conversation if I ever needed to do that? Uh, because my lady wonder wench finally realized that no matter how nicely she kissed me, I wasn't going to turn into a prince, and she took off with that George Clooney who was always after her. So I ran some opening line ideas past her just a few weeks ago, and I didn't even bother with, you know, what's your, what's your sign? But when she heard most of them, she, she just kind of looked at me and said, huh? Now that's an interesting word. Huh. I think it probably was invented once upon a time many years ago when a beautiful princess kissed a frog and turned him into a handsome prince. You remember that story. Now, it doesn't say so in the book, but I think any Louis Louis generation parent who has heard some pretty fancy stories from your own kids will understand that when the princess's mother showed up in the morning and there's this strange guy in her daughter's bedroom with her, and the girl says, well, he's like this magic prince, and, and he popped out after after I kissed the frog. I, I would have think that, huh? Might have been the first thing her mom said, don't you think, huh? <laughs> anyway, I tried a lot of opening lines. I may not be a genie, but I can make your dreams come true. I tried that one. I tried, um, I'm not really this tall. I'm sitting on my wallet, my dear. The addition of the word my dear always makes it sound somewhat lecherous. I tried, hi, I'm Mr. Wright, and somebody said you were looking for me. I tried, <laughs> I tried lots of lines, but only one of them worked. You know, it's hard for a guy to come up with an opening line that's good enough to get a kiss from a pretty girl, let alone an invitation to her bedroom, even at a singles bar. But that makes you think about that frog, because he must have skipped right past the, you know, watch your sign stuff, and he, and he came up with a real winner. I imagine what he did is he probably sprayed a little fly breath mint into his mouth, you know, and he, he hopped up there in the girl's lap, and he, he looked her in the eye, and he said, ribbit. Ribbit. What an opening line. Next time you're in a singles bar, I'll bet, if nothing else, 
you will get a girl's attention. If you pop a fly breath mint, jump up in her lap, look her in the eye, and say, Ribbit, ribbit. I have heard worse opening lines. I heard one. This is the worst. This is just absolutely the worst. But a friend of mine says that, that she really did hear this one. In fact, it was tried on her. Your eyes are as blue as my toilet water at home. Double yeah. Well, that one that was kind of clever anyway is poof, I'm here. Now, what are your other two wishes? Because I figure you say something like that, you are really leaving yourself open to some interesting answers. My lady Wonder Wench has a great sense of humor, and she plays tricks on me all the time. But every once in a while, she makes something I really don't understand happen. And I know it's not a trick at all. You know, there's a difference between a trick and magic. A trick is an illusion, and magic is real. A trick, you have to see first to believe. Magic, you have to believe first to see it. My lady Wonder Wench believes in magic, and she's got me beginning to believe, too. I think women are better magic believers than, than we are. I guess it's one of the big differences between men and women. Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, explains the difference between boys and girls in his own particular way. He says, The way it happens is a father's seed combines with a mother's egg, and a new little life begins and grows and grows for nine months. It grows. And finally, a new, beautiful, sensitive, emotional, intuitive, brilliant human being is born. Either that, or it's a boy. And that's a little weird, but you know, it's got some basis in fact. And why is it? Why is it that it was mostly guys who got to the moon, you know, but we sometimes forget to put the bowling ball down when we scratch our heads. Here's another big, huh? As in, huh? I mean, how come we spend hours waxing our cars because we're, we're very proud of them and, and then we forget where we put them in a parking lot at the mall? And even worse, even this in the summertime, okay, we dress up, so we put on a tie. Huh? I mean, how smart is that? I mean, you know, you start your day by putting a noose around your neck. Even in the middle of the summer, old ladies are scraping their corgis up off the sidewalk with spatulas. It's so hot. You put on your right guard and it sizzles, you know. Everybody looks skinny and wiggly in the heat waves zooming up off the sidewalks. And we're showing how smart and stylish and manly we are by wearing a jacket with a noose tied around our necks. <laughs> I don't know. My lady Wonder Wench was seriously injured a while ago, so I'm very glad to tell you that she's up to her old tricks again. Like hiding my glasses while I'm wearing them. But there is something a lot more basic than tricks that she's got going on with me right now. Something really cooking around in my head. Something that's a lot more real. Last night, she said, How come you still love me? I said, Huh? And she said, Well, it's been a long time, and I'm not so young anymore. I almost got whiplash from the huh that, that hit me with that one. 
I guess because even after all of this time, it's, it's, it's a little bit like the princess and the frog. And I don't mean I was some kind of frog, but I mean, the very first time I kissed my lady wonder wench, I changed into something better than whatever I was just, just a moment before. Something more real. It got me thinking. When I first met her, I couldn't help loving her, and, and so I wanted her. And just now, that's, that's changed, and I realize it. Now I want her because I love her. I think that's about as real as you can get. Dick's Details. A bunch of totally unimportant but fascinating things to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that it would take 1.1 million mosquito bites to drain all of your blood. Now, when you hear stuff like that, don't you wonder who volunteers for studies like that, you know? And where do they bury them when they finally get the answer? <laughs> and can you imagine how fat that mosquito must get? 1.1 million bites, good lord. Right, if the answer is Gatorade, what is the question? If the answer is Gatorade, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. Haven't told you yet. I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is Gatorade, what is the question? I just had to go to the bank, and it got me to wondering if my name were William, and the bank hired me as a teller, would that make me a William Teller? <laughs> And assuming that William had a girlfriend, what secrets would William tell her, huh? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. The highway guys tell us that more salt is used for de-icing road than for seasoning food. So just can't you see the highway signs, you know, use caution, do not lick the passing lane. Come to think of it, maybe that's why your dog always sticks his head out the, the car window with his tongue hanging out. You know, he just likes salt. Could be. The technical term for pounding on a machine to make it work is percussive maintenance. So I guess that's why when you've been standing there for hours waiting for the elevator to come, you're kind of inclined to give the button a pretty good shot of percussive maintenance, huh? The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that the flu virus can live on a dollar bill for as long as two weeks. But I have found from personal experience a while ago that a person can't live on a dollar bill for even one week. Pope Francis once worked as a bouncer in Buenos Aires nightclub. Probably didn't have to fight anybody if somebody got nasty. Francis would just have to say, go to hell, mister. <laughs> All right. Enough catechism for one night. If the answer is Gatorade, the question is, what does an alligator get on welfare? Gatorade. All right, I, I had to drain the swamp pretty dry to find that one. Dexter Tales, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug. If you like them, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too. And of course, you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. I think everybody is allowed to have some secrets. 
And I have sometimes seen my lady wonder wench, for example, tear up at a song that didn't mean anything to me. I don't ask. She's got a right to her secrets. One time, I saw her making her famous meatloaf with carrots and onions, which is the way she makes it, and I love it. And she started to cry. It was probably just the onions, but but it, it started me thinking. And I wrote a story called Daddy's Girl about it. It's in the new personal audio CD called Night Connections 2. Mothers and daughters have always had secrets. You think about one that your mother told you every time you make a meatloaf the way she used to do it, with carrots and extra onions. You started helping her make meals when you were ten, and she started trusting you with the sharp knife to cut up those onions. She began telling you about woman things, how to deal with your monthly cycle, the kind of things that you could expect from boys and what it was like to hold a child in your arms and show it to its father for the first time. It was during one of those talks that she told you about vows and obligations and how important they were, no matter what. Times were terribly hard for her all those years ago. Her father was out of work a lot. For a while, he simply disappeared. Your mother worked in a restaurant and did the best she could for your three brothers. There was no money to spare. But the man who owned the restaurant was very kind. He let her take food home at the end of the day. You knew about that. But what you didn't know, the secret, was that he and your mother were lovers. He was short, overweight, and scarred from a bar fight when he was very young. The restaurant was open 24 hours a day, and he was there almost all of the time. It was on a night when your mother was so tired that she just lost track of where she was and what she was doing. She was standing in the kitchen, just crying. He closed the restaurant and just held her until she stopped crying. And right then, he was the only adult human being in the world who would have noticed whether your mother lived or died. She told you it was only once. It was during one of your father's disappearing acts. She was in desperate need. And she was desperately tired. And he was genuinely caring and kind. The next day your father returned, and she never cheated again. Vows, obligations. Nine months later you were born. All your mother would ever tell you about him was that he died in a car accident a few weeks later been a long time but whenever you think about that secret between you and your mother you can't help wonder and something always seems to get in your eyes must be those onions thing that's pretty certain is that there really aren't very many things in your life that are absolutely certain. That's called Daddy's Girl. It's from the new personal audio CD called Night Connections 2. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com, click on the Night Connections 2 cover on the homepage, and, and download it from the CD Baby icon. 
Oh, yeah. The only line that, that really worked with my Lady Wonder Wench was, uh, how would you like to go for a flight in my little airplane? Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.